It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCW Sitka. Today is May 15, 2023. I'm Meredith Reddick, and this is Raven News. Barring a stay or a successful appeal or other 11th hour legal action, there will be no troll fishery for king salmon in southeast Alaska either this summer or winter. The fisheries have been canceled by order of the U.S. District Court of Western Washington on largely procedural grounds, stemming from a violation of the Endangered Species Act and the failure of the National Marine Fisheries Service to fully address the impact of Alaska's king salmon trollers on an endangered population of orcas in Puget Sound called southern resident killer whales. No other salmon species or commercial gear group or sport fishery anywhere on the entire Pacific Northwest coast is affected by the order, just commercial trolling for king salmon in southeast Alaska. Heading out every July 1st in search of Alaska's most valuable salmon, also called Chinook, has been an annual ritual across the region since before statehood. Shortly after the court order came down, KCW's Robert Woolsey met with three trollers to discuss what no king salmon season will mean for them, both personally and professionally. In part one of this conversation, Eric Jordan, Jackie Foss, and Jim Moore discussed the practical implications of a summer without Chinook. The cost of a boat exists whether or not the king salmon fishery happens or not. You have to pull it out of the water. You have to maintain your zincs. There's work that you have to have just to make sure your boat stays fishing. And so that's still happening for us. Um, How we're going to pay for it is less certain. I'm confident that we're going to have a season. I'm confident that that the king salmon season is going to open July 1st. I feel that um, we have so much support. Our congressional delegation is working behind the scenes. Um, state of Alaska uh, throwing its full weight into the into the fight. Alaska Trollers Association are we're co-defendants with the National Marine Fisheries Service in the state of Alaska, and um, everybody's working pretty hard to. Uh, to make sure that we're out on the out on the water this summer. I don't know exactly how it's going to happen. It's a legal court case. And so, you know, different parties hold their cards close. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm confident we're going to go ahead. So I'm, I'm, I'm planning on going ahead. I always appreciate sitting next to Jim and his optimism because I don't always go there. The decision last week was a gut punch, and it's it's fishing is how I can afford to raise my family in Sitka. So it's really affected me in sort of a more existential way. Who, who are we if we're not fishermen? Who are we if we're not catching king salmon on our boat? But it's already affected boat values. I just had a survey. My boat, uh, on a, what I would say is a very optimistic estimate, even though I've made improvements since the last survey has lost about 20% of its value right away. People can't sell their boats. I spent a whole week before this latest decision preparing to sell uh, gear at the Fisherman's Flea Market because I'm getting ready to retire and I have thousands of dollars of really good surplus gear. That's basically 
worthless right now, except for the chum troll and coho gear, but thousands of dollars of king salmon plugs and spoons are just basically worthless. Emotionally, I have to call crew and tell them the situation. Some of them who just love fishing king salmon. We, we do really well chum trolling, and Jim and I helped pioneer that, but I've had crew members cry when I've told them that we're gonna go chum fishing instead of king salmon fishing. You know, it's a, it's a more of a spiritual problem than a financial one because like fishermen are scrappy people. We will always figure out how to make expenses somehow. It's just, it's just we'd be broken in some way doing that, if that makes sense. You know, not catching king salmon has a huge, huge impact to our financial bottom line, 40% of our income. And so there's the argument like, well, you can find the other 40%. Well, that 40% allows us to make the other 60%. So it's not like you can just make up that amount of income somewhere else on the water or some other fishery. It's, um, it's really holistic. There's a miraculous, wondrous thing about catching king salmon and pursuing them all over the coast, from Dixon Entrance, like Jim's Fish, from Forrester Island to Cape Suckling. And the chum troll fishing is not going to save us. It's going to help. Having fished a long time, I've seen a lot of changes in the fishery. And I, and I have to say that when I bought my first boat, people said, there's no future in it. It's over. It's had its heyday, and it's going down. But I've seen this cycle of uh, boom and bust, optimism, pessimism, several times. And that's one reason why, you know, if, if we're looking at grief over this court case— I'm in the first stage. Denial. (laughs) That was KCAW's Robert Woolsey speaking with trollers Eric Jordan, Jackie Foss, and Jim Moore. In part two of this conversation, the group will explore the importance of king salmon to the identity of trollers. An Alaska Airlines plane featuring art by Crystal Worrell landed in Juneau on Friday morning. As KTOO's Katie Anastas reports, the design celebrates Alaska Native language, art, and culture. Gasps and cheers filled a room at the Juneau Airport when Hot Kwani landed. So please keep your eyes outside. There it is! Oh, there it is! The plane's name means salmon people. Its blue, white, and pink design depicts salmon in Northwest Coast form line. Juneau dance group Yiskuu was there to celebrate the inaugural flight. Group leader Nancy Barnes says she's been pacing back and forth all morning. I've known Crystal since she was a tiny little girl. Just so proud of her. Yiskau performed a song called Admiration as Whirl walked into the room. was on the plane for its flight from Anchorage. I saw our Tlingit language on the plane and heard everyone on the plane say Khat Kwani. 
so I just feel immensely proud. There's no English words for how I feel. In a speech to those gathered to celebrate, she said restoring salmon runs in the Yukon and Kuskokwim rivers would require both traditional and modern techniques. It's an approach she uses in her art. We won't be able to harvest again until the numbers get better. And our, the younger generations are not able to learn these fishing and preserving skills that have survived for generations. We must make change in our actions and thinking about the environment. University of Alaska Southeast language professor Hune Lance Twitchell helped World decide on the name. He walked attendees through the pronunciation. I turned in all my grades on Wednesday, but I'll adjust them. Y'all get A's. <laughs> According to Alaska Airlines, this is the first time they featured a language besides English on the main door of an aircraft. Whirl's grandmother, Sea Alaska President Rosita Whirl, alluded to cultural loss in her remarks. I want to thank Alaska Airlines for bringing our language, our language that previous generations had tried to suppress. Khatkwani is the same plane that Alaskans long knew as Salmon 30 Salmon. Marilyn Romano, Alaska Airlines Regional Vice President for Alaska, says the process began when it was time to repaint it. Knowing it had to be repainted, that's when we had the opportunity to pause and really think about what could we do different. Romano was familiar with World's murals in Anchorage and Juneau and the design shop World shares with her brother. When the airline decided they wanted a new design, Romano says she knew just who to call. Hut Kwani continued on to Sitka, Ketchikan, and Seattle on Friday. The plane will fly throughout the Alaska Airlines network. In Juneau, I'm Katie Anastas. And that's it for Raven News on the community calendar for today in Sitka. The National Bike to Work Week is Monday through Friday, and local riders can enter each day they bike for a chance to win a gift certificate at Yellow Jersey Cycle Shop. The Ocean Wave Quilter's annual free quilt show continues 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily through Sunday, May 21st in Fraser Hall. And the 5th grade band Hello Summer Concert is 7 p.m. Monday at the Sitka Performing Arts Center. On the cruise ship calendar for today, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., we have the Seaburn Odyssey with 450-person capacity. From 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., the Silver Muse with 623-person capacity. And from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., the Norwegian Bliss with 4,174-person capacity. Lincoln Street will be closed from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow. No parking starting at 9 a.m. I'm Meredith Reddick, and this has been Raven News.